Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. <laughs> Hello, it is Mosley. It is Monday as we begin our broadcasting week. We had Baylor basketball uh, during our program tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Uh, pre-game will start at 3.30. Tip-off at 4 o'clock versus West Virginia. And, oh, what a weekend it's been. It's been tough for Cowboys and Baylor fans. Bears dropped their second after uh, being number one. And they're, they're, they get comfy at number one. They do a great job usually of defending that status. Two straight home games. For the Bears, drop one to Tech. Pretty good Tech team, ranked team. Okay, you can live with that. What happened the other day is a rough one. The uh, Oklahoma State comes in one and three, not a great team at all, and uh, beats the Bears at home. Now, you know, until that pavilion shows up in 2024, Bears are going to have to find a way and. Um, we won't soft shoe this today. All right, that was uh, that first half. That's one of the uh, toughest things I've ever seen as a longtime Baylor fan, observer, all of those things. And I've seen some rough stuff back in the Harry Miller days. Love you, Coach, if you're listening. Lives out in Salado these days, the great Harry Miller. And uh, after Harry was finished, we had some, uh, well, we ran into some, Somewhere in there, Daryl Johnson, that may have been, Harry kind of helped clean that mess up. And then uh, then Gene Iba. But that was real, that's just not up to Baylor's great standards. And, I mean, they would be the first to tell you that. They, no matter who they're playing, they have a certain standard that they play up to. And that was not it. Saturday at 4 o'clock was not the Baylor program we've become accustomed to. Now, they're not going to come in and take the rings back. Banner's going to stay up there. It's the uh, national defending national champs, but they drop to number five today. Bears uh, go from number one to number five, and quite honestly, that sounds about right to me. You lose two. If you lose to Tech, you might fall to two, maybe to number two. You lose two games, one to an unranked team. You uh, and there are reasons for it. You got players hurt. Kenjo's hurt. Sohan. Uh, is uh, Sohan is is still out, but uh, at the same time, it shouldn't matter. You uh, a program of this magnitude, you come out and you get things done. And then, uh, Aaron, I think I left pretty late last night. Oh, at about eleven thirty, eleven forty-five, I was able to find an exit out of AT and T Stadium. I think the fans are still throwing trash. I think right now some of them are still in there kind of throwing some items. Boy, I mean, as the game ended, I was seeing stuff. I was up in the press box, and I was seeing stuff fly fly all over the place, cups and drinks, and there was a lot of anger. may have been some people who had been drinking quite a bit. 
And um, I, there was some debate on who they were mad at and all that kind of stuff. Come on. Show some class. Show some class, Cowboys fans. I don't care who you're throwing it at. You know, like the refs or – I mean, they said that apparently it was the refs. And then Dak made some crack about, well, it's okay then. But that's not even – I mean, that's a dumb thing to say. All right. I mean, Dak shouldn't be saying that. It's embarrassing. You're not, you don't you – don't, uh, you don't start acting like that, Cowboys fan. Goodness gracious! And then you let San Francisco take that place over. You let you let the 49ers come in and and again, everybody has the right to sell tickets. Everybody has the right to buy on the secondary market. However, you want to do it. But I mean, that's a little bit embarrassing when you just let you let the uh, opposing fandom just take over. Just come in. And take oh, and, and they were loud. There were two straight false start penalties by the Cowboys. Aaron Sexton, I've got this thing as 14, 14 penalties, accepted penalties by the Cowboys yesterday. Most penalized team in the NFL. Now, I guess we can all sit around and blame the officials. Oh, man, horrible officials again. They brought down the Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys had to take on two teams. Or you might admit that you're a team that's undisciplined, not that well coached, and got fat off a NFC East uh, schedule. So we got a lot to cover today. We'll let you hear directly from Jerry himself. In fact, uh, my uh, longtime friend Ed Werder was kind enough to share with us the, uh, the audio from Jerry I was there, but I was kind of behind Jerry. I still don't even know, Aaron. I'm going to have to listen to my audio to see. I couldn't even tell what Jerry was saying because I, I arrived on the scene a little bit late. But we got some great audio that Ed Werder from ESPN uh, sent us, and so we'll be able to let you hear exactly what Jerry had to say about the future of Mike McCarthy. Now, earlier today, I'm looking on Twitter, and Aaron Sexton, in his own capacity, he did not do this from the station uh, account. He did this from his own. Uh, stout, uh, Aaron, tell everybody how to follow you on uh, Twitter, at StatsTellAll. Yes. At StatsTellAll is how you could follow Aaron Sexton. Aaron, I would, I kind of like it, but I, if you can, I would go with at Aaron Sexton. That might make things a little easier for our people to follow Wasn't available. Oh, I hate the no. underscore, whole underscore thing, you know. Yeah. It just makes it weird. How about that other name you use sometimes? Aaron, you know, there's another name in your family that you'll t- use from time to time. Have you tried that one? Uh, yes, I think that one's taken too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name because it's like royalty. But you, you've told me I can't use it on air, so I stay away from it. But I think it kind of makes you it makes you sound very royal and very British when you say that name to people. Uh, but we won't even get into it because I can't, again, I'm contractually not allowed to mention Aaron's other family name. All right, uh, we got a lot to do. But the reason I brought up Twitter is because Aaron, earlier I'm just kind of perusing through Twitter and Aaron responds to somebody uh, with basically like, hey, it's time for McCarthy to go. 
And, and by the way, if you agree with Aaron and you, you want Mike McCarthy gone, I mean, I don't think there's probably a lot of people that will offend Mike McCarthy today. But sound off on our uh, CNC Collision text line. That's 254-662-1660. Aaron, what, what point yesterday did you just say to yourself, this guy needs to go? It, it was <laughs> – I wasn't happy the whole game, but that last play was just such a debacle. I was just like, this this is enough. I mean, it's the most undisciplined team in the league. They led the league in penalties. They set a rec- playoff record for number of penalties. They call that ridiculous play that they don't have enough time to execute, and then they want to blame the referees, which they've been doing for the past two weeks. Nobody on the team accepts any account responsibility. There's no accountability. It's just blame the refs, and I'm just done with it. It's And it filters down. You saw even Dak with his comment when they were throwing things on the field and somebody told him, oh, no, they were throwing them at the refs, and I forgot exactly what he said, but he was basically like, well, good for them. Yeah, Just the whole thing. It, it, it's ridiculous. And the last, they should have never been in a position to where – that last play had to happen. They were in that position because of poor coaching and poor decision-making and poor play. Dak wasn't very good yesterday. Neither was the offensive line. Neither was the defensive line. I mean, basically, Aaron, they needed to, like, start executing fake punts to even get back in that thing. And then even after the fake punt, they couldn't run the next play without getting a delay of game penalty. And then I got to read about, well, they're trying to get the, the kicking ball out of there. Are they waiting for the real ball or something? They're out there standing. I think they were going to get in Wildcat, run a play or something. They're out there standing around, and they get a delay of game penalty. I mean, this quarterback's not good enough. This head coach is not good enough. The offensive coordinator was not good enough. I mean, Aaron, and we'll talk more about it, and we're going to hear what Jerry Jones has to say. Some of you are probably like, do we really have to hear from Jerry? I get it. I'm just saying it's pretty, you know, we're one of the only stations today that will have this sort of up-close audio to Jerry because Ed got in good position and shoved the mic, shoved his recorder in Jerry's face. And we're friends with Ed, okay? So we get things like this. They don't get things like that on the Internet, okay? Internet radio pretend stuff. All right, uh, Aaron. I mean, if if I told you today that, well, here's the news, Aaron. McCarthy's out. Dan Quinn is the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Would Cowboys Nation, like, be over the moon? Aaron, how would you feel personally? Would, would, you, would that make your day if I was able to deliver the news to you? Or would you rather have Kellen Moore as the head coach? I don't want anybody on that staff as a head coach. I don't care how many interviews they get. Brian Broaddus, who who is, used to work for the Cowboys, he was a scout. He was a scout for the Packers when they won the Super Bowl under Mike McCarthy. He, he On the post game a, a few games ago, he had the best take on Kellen Moore as an offensive coordinator that he doesn't have an offensive philosophy. He doesn't have anything to hang his hat on. He's got a big book of plays that he runs, but he doesn't have any offensive philosophy and the offense doesn't have any identity part of that's because the offensive line is old and overrated part of it's because 
Dak's overrated. And part of it's because <laughs> Zeke's overrated. It's just the whole thing is I'm just so done with it. Golly, man, I did not know Brian Broadus was going to get featured. I, I, the, um, the, the Packers, you know, have known the man for years. Did you know, Aaron, he used to be part of our program. We would bring him in to be our, oh, kind of like our film watcher. Uh, he was part of the Mosley and Galloway, uh, uh, you know, the um, presentation did back in the day that. for 10 years in Dallas. I don't know, he wasn't with us the whole time. But, but the Cowboys brought him back to do some kind of – he got fired by Parcells because he talked too much. He liked the media too much. And he loved Peter King. And so he's always telling Peter King stuff. And Parcells said, get that guy out of here. Now, I ran into Brian last night, Aaron, and he had one of these – now, I can't really talk because my hair is really long. But it's always funny to see the long-haired bald man, the man who's <laughs> bald on top but has let the back of his hair go. <laughs> he's got that thing going where it's curled up in the back. And he made some crack to me. Broadish used to, he used to love the old Matt Mosley. And then at some point, I, I don't know, I can't remember. He, he, anyway, uh, an interesting cat to say the least. And another fun fact about him, 1985, Aaron, you and I are about uh, you know 11 or 12 years old. And Baylor wins the Liberty Bowl versus LSU, okay? And I think we won that game 21-7, something like that. You know what I'm talking about, Aaron? Do you remember that? Yes. We were, we were just little kids. But mm -hmm. anyway, we – okay. Broadus was on that LSU team. Brian Broadus, all right? Wow. So he would have been about 20 years old. So let's say he's eight years older than us which puts him well into his, way into his 50s. Aaron, today there was a, a, a spreadsheet that went around. Our, our church business, we're having to get it. We're going to have to get a new pastor, and I'm involved in some of it or whatever. Anyway, they put out a spreadsheet. This made me think of this, talking about somebody's age. And it had, you know, I had been nominated to be, the, uh, to be on the pastor search committee. And my wife as well. My wife is a uh, very, you know, she grew up in the church and very well-respected person in our church, a deacon, the whole thing. And it had her age, correct. For whatever reason, it had everybody who's nominated had their age. And I get down, and my name was on there, which I'm flattered to see that somebody wanted me on the list. That's great. And, Aaron, they, they were off on my age by 10 years. And it was to the wrong side of it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't to the good side. Like if they had me at 38, I'd have been like, "Oh yeah, all right, that's good. That's that's right. That's correct." They went the wrong way. So I don't know. Again, I've joked with people: is it was it my hairstyle, letting my hair grow real long? But they literally added 10 years to my age. So I don't know what to say about it. But uh, Aaron, as a member of the personnel committee tonight. I'll be on the meeting choosing the uh, the pastor search committee. Aaron, should I name myself to the committee? Would that would that be poor form, just to say, hey guys, I think I'm the man for the job. <laughs> I don't know how to handle this, but uh, we've had the same pastor for 33 years. Folks in the greater Waco area know what we're going through because uh, Pastor Ron. I used to go hear him over at. Uh, 
Oh, what was Ron's last name? Ron, over at uh, Columbus Avenue Baptist Church. Hello, Aaron. This is Ron. I've got the same stories I've been telling for many years, but when I tell it in this voice, I can really say the same story because people just love my storytelling. And this story is about Jesus going out to the uh, the Sea of Galilee. You know, it's just a real, he had that kind of voice that just calmed everything down. Ron, God, what was Ron's name? I mean, I'm really, and yet Scott Walker over at First Baptist came and then uh, uh, right after, you know, when Grant Taft was on staff over there, and then I'd sneak over to uh, Calvary every once in a while. They were already starting to mix it up when I was leaving Baylor at Calvary Baptist because they were going to get a female pastor in there. Of course, that, that didn't, I didn't fly real well <laughs> in Waco. Hey, guys, we're going to have a female Baptist pastor. What? What? All right, it is uh, – Aaron, you like it when I get some religious talk. Name on the text line. Remind me who the pastor was at Columbus Avenue. Ron, God, what was his name? 254-662-1660. The pastor, he would have been the pastor when I was attending church. Obviously, I didn't go enough or I would remember his name. But I like the guy. He just had a very kind of grandfatherly sound about him. Today we're going to talk about, uh, we're just happy to have everybody here. And I liked it too, but I always liked to go to the places where the Baylor coaches would go. And I want to say the, the Baylor uh, pitching coach at the time, Sid Hudson, went to Columbus Avenue. And I always thought, if Sid Hudson's going here, I, I mean, that's good enough for me. I mean, that's, that's only, I mean if, if Sid Hudson attends this church, that's a pretty good church. And then every once in a while, if I was kind of feeling kind of in a liberal mood, I'd go over there to 7th and James. 7th and James, man. 7th and James, they were leaning a little left. But I really, I, I kind of liked what they were doing over there, although that was most of the Baylor faculty uh, that would, would head over there. Okay, it is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, Aaron Sexton <laughs> alongside, wondering what's just happened. Um, it is time, though, to... Talk Cowboys, and we're going to let you hear a little bit. Aaron? Ron Durham. Durham. That's it. Oh, it's Ron Durham, pastor over here at Columbus Avenue. Uh, Had a good run over here. Still a pastor emeritus, and you could find me out here on Sundays. We pass the plate here. We do a good job. We got a great little youth area right across the street over there. Okay, uh, thank you for whoever that was, 254-662-1660. Love old Ron Durham. Miss you, Ron. Um, It is time to hear from Jerry Jones. Is it time to make a change at head coach for the Cowboys? That's all next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and again, very quiet conditions. Low temperatures falling to 39 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow and pretty breezy at times. Highs climbing to 76. And on Wednesday, mostly sunny skies. Another mild day with a high of 69. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I kind of wanted to root for the Bears, so when I leave the press box, then I can kind of, I can kind of get with it. And we happened to be right next to some Ole Miss people, and boy, they were hollering right in our face when they got that big touchdown. They were feeling great about things. 
from the moment that kid missed the field goal, it just felt like Baylor was going to go win the game. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with you in times of need, and showing compassion when you're at your most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetProvidenceCare.com. Keep up with Baylor softball on ESPN Central Texas. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country. Country Twin Bins Realty. Learn more at twinbinsrealty.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitam Evas. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor had a disappointing loss to Oklahoma State at home on Saturday, 61 to 54. The Bears became the first AP number one team to ever lose two home games in a week, according to ESPN Stats and Information Research. The Bears hit the road tomorrow afternoon to take on West Virginia with a four o'clock tip. Cowboys lose in the wild card round to the 49ers, 23 to 17, bringing a hopeful season to a screeching halt. Despite the early exit, Jerry Jones says he's not talking about any coaching changes. One game to finish off wild card weekend in the NFL tonight, Arizona at L. LA kickoff at 7:15 on ESPN's Monday Night Football. The Mavericks are back at home tonight, hoping to make it three wins in a row, hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder with a 7:30 tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. gets in the way the game's over the game is over oh he did oh they're gonna look at this it's it's gonna be over because the umpire has to touch the ball of course that's ridiculous for a game to end like that jim wow i am livid if i'm a cowboy fan and if i'm a Niners. that's the end of the game the game is over 
Man, there was uh, Jim Nance and uh, Tony Romo on CBS, and I, I thought that was interesting, and I think Tony was spot on. I mean, first of all, why with 14 seconds are you running that play? But then second of all, I mean, the whole thing you got to do, if you just ran the ball and slid, you got to go deliver the ball to the guy that's marking the ball. You give it to your center, the center gets over the ball, it doesn't do you any good. And then it's kind of like Orlovsky was saying on ESPN today, you, you, you literally need two seconds on a clock to even get a, to be given a clock, all right, to, to clock the ball. So at some point, you got to jump up there and actually run a play. You know, you have to have kind of like what he would call a 911 type emergency thing ready to go. Meanwhile, I'm watching ESPN this morning, and, and I saw a clip of this, and they're showing Schultz and CD like kind of walking back to the line. Like, what are you doing, guys? You got the whole season on the line, and you run a, you run a quarterback draw with no timeouts left. It's just silliness. But, I mean, the whole thing was silly. There was so much craziness yesterday. You got, a, you got, a, you got an east and west venue. You, so you get, you get one play where the sun in the receiver's eyes, he never sees it. And you're hitting punts into the scoreboard. I mean, it's like a circus. The whole thing's like a circus. And, um, and I thought what we'd let you do, though, and we got people that want to weigh in. By the way, who do you want to be? the next head coach of the Cowboys. If they make the change, is it Quinn? Is that who you want? Would you want more? Is there somebody else? Would you want them to go outside, try to get, like, Brian Flores in here, who did a nice job with the Dolphins but got fired for some crazy reason? I think it was staff reasons, but still a crazy reason. Who do you want as the next head coach of the Cowboys? Or are you okay with Mike McCarthy? I don't think we'll get a lot of that. Feel free to weigh in, and we'll read some of your texts Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Again, that's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Is that CNC collision text line? Now, we fortunately uh, have a good friend uh, Ed Werder who does the Doomsday podcast with me, and we do that after games. In fact, we were doing that late last night after the uh, ball game. Uh, we were both at AT and T Stadium for that, and I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to let you hear some of what Jerry had to say immediately after the game. Now, before we play this, and we'll take a little break in the middle of it so we can react to some of it, but I'll just say I was kind of standing behind Jerry. Jerry was in front, or uh, uh, Ed Werder was in front of him. I, I could see how red he, he was in his neck, and I thought, well, that's... I mean, it's not I, mean, I was like that's kind of interesting. Well, they tell me from the front Jerry was I mean, he was flushed but also just kind of he 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 was Jerry is just usually so gracious with the media especially and he just was he was out of sorts and he admitted to being now again, that doesn't matter to Cowboys fans. They don't care if he's upset or whatever. They 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 wish they wish he would uh turn it over to somebody else but we all know that's not going to happen but let's uh let's take a listen 
This is the audio of Jerry just moments after that game last night. Extraordinarily disappointing. Very disappointing. Uh, I'm disappointed for our fans. Uh, uh, they uh, deserved uh, us uh, to win this game tonight, and they deserved us to uh, go farther, so it was quite a letdown. Quite a letdown. And uh, we've, we've got a We've got good players in there, really good players. And uh, uh, but uh, San Francisco uh, uh, really uh, uh, played well. And uh, but even at that, uh, they didn't play well. They outplayed us. But at the end, we uh, still left ourselves a chance. And uh, uh, just uh, uh, very disappointing that we uh, couldn't get it done. Uh, I would like to say uh, that that uh, that when I look at the year. Uh, I, I feel one way, uh, but the year, a big part of it, when you've got a team like this, is winning tonight, and we didn't uh, get her done tonight. That's big time disappointment. How much did you put into this? Can you just talk about that, Hurt? Well, I think uh, uh, I'm satisfied that uh, a, lot of, a lot of people uh, gave what they could give out there tonight and, uh, and gave what they did to get here. Uh, but again, we had a, a, a team that uh, uh, all year would uh, uh, basically uh, 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 disappoint to some degree and then turn around and show. And uh, uh, this was a game that uh, we needed to show. And we didn't need to, uh, against a team like uh, San Francisco, as solid a team as they are, uh, no matter how good we look on uh, uh, paper, we needed to uh, make this happen, and I'm, I'm really, I'm really disappointed for our fans. Uh, they, uh, they uh, really deserve to see this team advance on into the playoffs. Is there any possibility of you making a coaching change? I don't even want to discuss anything like that at this particular time. No discussion about Somebody anything. Coming out, coming out down 13 nothing. Did this team look unprepared tonight? Again, I'm not going to discuss uh, coaching, the preparation, any of those things. That's not uh, that's not on the table. Uh, the game speaks for itself. San Francisco really, uh, uh, really, I thought uh, the score was. Uh, not indicative of the game, but the way our team fought back and got back in the game gave us a chance to uh, give a shot there. I was really proud of. What, you think uh, but this is one of the best uh, uh, group of players uh, that I've been around. You talk about struggling against teams like San Francisco. You, your, your team just couldn't beat those teams that had the top wins. What do you think? Well, again, the that's going to be that's going to be the story. Uh, that uh, when you got to those uh, top echelon teams. Uh, but um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of the makeup uh, of this team. Uh, and uh, as you well know, uh, uh, we uh, uh, had uh, about as good a putting it together and good fortune with some of the, uh, uh, some of the decisions we made. We had it come together about as good as you could do it, and we had it come together with about as healthy as you could be. So I'm satisfied this team gave it our best shot. What about the call the way the game ended? The quarterback draw and not getting the snap the ball again as opposed to throwing at the end zone from the 50? Again, uh, I think uh, uh, we all uh, uh, were uh, uh, really the way the flow of the game was going. Uh, then I was uh, uh, the team shouldn't have been in a position for that last play to have be something controversial. So I'm not going to make it. 
something bigger than it is. We uh, we uh, got ourselves in a spot there uh, very early on. Uh, wasn't that we didn't anticipate what San Francisco could do and uh, how they were going to play us? I don't think we saw any surprises out there tonight. Jerry, Jerry what does your mind say about? Thought you might want to hear a little bit of that. <clears throat> a lesson to young reporters is, you know, sometimes, and I, I'm sure I've been guilty of this as well, but there was a TV guy who jumps in on Werder when Werder asked the key question, you know, do you anticipate bringing back Mike McCarthy? And Jerry says something along the lines of, you know, that's, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to have any discussion about that, but knowing Jerry like we do, he is willing to have that discussion because he knows it's going to come up. And so before Werder can follow up like he was about to do, a young TV reporter jumps in. And, again, this has nothing to do with TV. I don't want my TV buddies in Waco. Why are you picking on TV? It just happened to be a TV guy. But he jumps in, and and I'm not even going to say where he's from, which uh, outlet, but but he wants to have his question answered, like something about, were they unprepared? They get ready down by 13. Were they unprepared? No, you're asking about whether you're going to retain a football coach or not. Everybody has to read the room and know where that conversation is heading. And um, unfortunately, sometimes people aren't thinking, and they're and they're only kind of thinking. They're thinking of an individual questions rather than the greater good of fans why do we do this why do we do why do we do radio why do we go to games why do we report why do the media people sometimes say all the media does this media i don't like the media well in in the perfect way when you use it like we should we are the we're we're the the source of information for the fans we're the in-between now sometimes fans say well i can you know i just watch the games myself i don't need the media well you do need the conduit that the media serves to ask those questions that need to be asked after games because all fans and people watching that can't just go up to Jerry after a game. So it's very important, and it's a service to the fans and the people who have a passion for the Dallas Cowboys. So it's frustrating to me when somebody uh, messes that up. But that's okay. Things happen like that. But the I think the main thing... First of all, Jerry was just you could under you could hear in his voice he was completely let down. He he thinks he has great players. Now what does that mean? Well, that's what GMs, that's GM Jerry. That's Jerry saying we handed these coaches some incredible players. Well, let's think about some of these players real quick. Aaron, where was uh how about old Zeke Elliott, the highest paid running back in football, or one of the highest paid? I think he may be the highest paid. All right, 12, 12 rushes for 31 yards. The guy who's given you more juice and more of a home run hitter at running back, uh, Tony Pollard. They were going to maybe give him more touches this game. Four carries, two catches, six touches. And six touches in this game. All right, what about C.D. Lamb? He's a big playmaker. The great C.D. Lamb. I had like two or three catches in this game, maybe. Didn't do much. Certainly didn't have over, what, 20, 30 yards. Um, I, I mean, you go right down the line We every week. It's like, oh, got these great players. Oh, the offensive line's great. 
Oh, the quarterback's great. This is such a such a good offense. And at the end of the season, well, by the time the Super Bowl's here and the Pro Bowl's being played and all that mess, they even play the Pro Bowl anymore. They shouldn't. It's just a it's a joke. But we'll hear people say, "Wow, look at these numbers the offense put up this season," and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because when when the stakes were the highest, they they lost to let's think in the last few weeks. They had blowouts over the second stringers for Washington and Philly. They lost to Arizona uh, and, and, of course, yesterday against the Niners. And they lost in similar fashions. Aaron, think about this. They had a 22-7 uh, deficit against Arizona. They come back and make it interesting, 25-22. They got a 23-7 deficit yesterday. They come back and make it interesting, 23-17. Aaron, do they get extra credit? Like, going into the offseason, do they – does anybody will anybody give the Cowboys something extra for like making some some really good fourth quarter comebacks? Is there anything that goes along with that? Jerry Jones will probably give him credit because that's the kind of thing that he can hang his hat on. And and, and I like how he says uh, how he's so disappointed for Cowboys fans and they deserve better, and yet there won't be anything done. There will be no major moves made during the offseason. McCarthy will be back. If one of the coordinators leaves, it's only because they get a head coaching job somewhere else. It's ridiculous, and I'm done with it. Whoa. I mean, you're, are you saying you're done being a Cowboys fan, or are you just kind of – No, I'm done being a Cowboys just... fan. That, yesterday just epitomized everything that I've went through since he ran off Jimmy Johnson. It, it, it just crystallized in that, that last play. But the whole game was just a shining example of the Cowboys under Jerry Jones and his spectacular run as general manager. And he even admitted it. They shouldn't have been in the position they were where they even had to try to, you know, run that last play. And he's right, but he's not going to do anything to change it. And I had already gotten to the point to where I just watched Red Zone and I would see Cowboys highlights and then still cheer, but I wouldn't watch the whole game. I would mainly keep up with my fantasy teams and hope that the Cowboys won. Now I don't care. It's not going to well, change as long as Jerry Jones is there, and I know everyone said that a million times, but it's true, and they're not going to win when he's there. All right, mark it down, folks. MLK Day, Monday, January 17th, as uh, the, the day that Aaron Sexton's Cowboys fandom came to an end. Now, Aaron, as long as you're with me, I am going to need you to kind of keep up with the team because we do – Oh, I can I can do it from a so, from a news standpoint. Yeah, just yeah, no. The new you're gonna put your news hat on, but <laughs> your fandom days, it's ended today, Monday, January seventeenth. It's time for a divorce. Wow, wow, that's tough. That's tough. All right, may have a little more Jerry later in the program. Got a got a big show planned for you today. Got um, uh, we'll talk more Cowboys. Glenn Stretch Smith, former Cowboys coach and scout, is gonna be on with us at five twenty today. Five o'clock. Uh, uh, so- Sophia Young is going to join us, and uh, Baylor women had a had a really big win yesterday. So we did have one positive to come out of the weekend. Next, though, it's time for campus confidential. Baylor lands a big time player. We tell you who it is next. 
recently on Game Time. And we welcome the director of sports journalism for Baylor University into the program, Jerry Hill. Highest ever ranked, most wins ever. You know, um, you can argue whether this was the best team ever. I, you know, I still, you know, the 80 team is just hard to beat in my mind. And, I, and obviously you played, I guess, two more games than that team. With this team winning the Sugar Bowl, winning 12 games, I think you got to give the nod to this team. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor had a disappointing loss to Oklahoma State at home on Saturday, 61 to 54. The Bears became the first AP number one team to ever lose two home games in a week, according to ESPN Stats and Information Research. The Bears hit the road tomorrow afternoon to take on West Virginia with a four o'clock tip. Cowboys lose in the wild card round to the 49ers, 23 to 17, bringing a hopeful season to a screeching halt. Despite the early exit, Jerry Jones says he's not talking about any coaching changes. One game to finish off wild card weekend in the NFL tonight, Arizona at L. LA kickoff at 7:15 on ESPN's Monday Night Football. The Mavericks are back at home tonight, hoping to make it three wins in a row, hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder with a 7:30 tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential. Our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. As we uh, talk some college football, college basketball, all the college athletics, 
And a reminder that at 5 o'clock, we're going to call, uh, we're going to visit uh, with uh, the uh, Baylor women's, she's a uh, well, head of development, player development, as well as uh, calls the games on the radio on uh, ESPN Central Texas. You can hear her on there, and she was uh, fourth overall pick in the WNBA back in uh, 2006, I believe it was. And uh, Sophia Young does a great job and uh, excited to uh, hear from her 5 o'clock. If you uh, follow women's, uh, Baylor women's basketball, and I know many of you do, uh, you should be t- uh, tuned in here in about 10-15 uh, minutes. All right, uh, Aaron, take it away. Man, give me some good news on this terrible day for Cowboys fans and, and Baylor men's basketball fans. Everybody's frustrated. The Bears have fallen to number five in the country. What will we do with ourselves? Aaron, what do you, what do you have for us? Former Tulsa defensive lineman and midway standout Jackson Player announced yesterday on Twitter he'll transfer to Baylor for his final season of eligibility. Player was second team all AAC last season for Tulsa. He had 49 tackles, 14 tackles for loss, four sacks in 13 games. The six foot, 295 pound player was a first team all ACC, AAC sex selection in 2020 as he finished with 37 tackles, 9.5 for loss, and three sacks in nine games. He said, quote, one of the hardest decisions I've had to make, but it's only right I stayed home. Player played four seasons at Tulsa and has a fifth season since the NCAA ruled last uh, in 2020. The ruled last year that 2020 didn't count against eligibility due to COVID interruptions. He'll join a stacked Baylor defensive line that basically brings back everyone from last year, including all-conference defensive tackle Siaki Ika, uh, Gabe Hall, Cole Maxwell, T.J. Franklin, Chidi Obanawa, Obanaya, excuse me, Braden Utley. So both the offensive and defensive lines are basically returning everybody. Four of the five offensive linemen announced they would return for next year. Baylor will return both uh, of their quarterbacks that played this year it's it's really shaping up to what could possibly be another a great great season for Baylor football uh, mm. with with this transfer I'm sure there's going to be other transfers and everyone deciding to come back for their super senior years especially along the lines which you and I both know is where games are won and lost most of the time the Bears look really really good in that for next year I like it and um Always good to get, you know, Bears uh, have had some really good players in recent years from Temple. They'll go into Colleen. That was a player from the Colleen area who uh, who had the big, uh, wasn't that Monterey Baldwin? Any Colleen Shoemaker? Which Colleen school? Anyway, on the big play in the uh, Sugar Bowl, uh, that was a uh, huge play. So always fun when we could get, you know, he we didn't get him to stay. When he went to Tulsa, but the guys had a tremendous career. And our old buddy Travis Roeder, I was looking at some of the stuff Travis was saying about him, and he seemed to, to go a long way in talking about his hand placement. He's tremendous at that. Now, he's built a little bit more like Bravion Roy in the sense that he's not as tall as uh, Apuika. Apuika's a big man. Apu's uh, 6'3", 6'4". He's a monster. All right. Apu's coming back to uh, – Waco, he was home, and uh, I noticed he was a little sad about having to 
leave home because I'm sure he had a great break like a, like a lot of the Baylor students, but they're all coming back and back in school today, a lot of them. Well, MLK, uh, we are uh, celebrating and honoring uh, this holiday, of course, a very important one, I should add. And uh, goodness gracious, everybody listening to us today, uh, one of the greatest Americans of all time, and one of the, really the greatest humans of all, uh, of all, you know, just in this time of, of so much division and hate and all that, a man who uh, preached love and unity and, um, and, and really, uh, you know, did more. Uh, and again, much, much more has to be done. But what one man did uh, in the uh, 50s and, and 60s, uh, there just never will be anyone like him so i just uh I, you know i don't want today to get by without saying a word as we talk about mlk day and, and think of dr king and all he accomplished and uh you know whether you maybe take a minute today to read something like a letter from birmingham jail that's a great one i mean it just uh the the there's just a few people Sadly, he was gone before Aaron and I made it into the world. But uh, just to read about him always and people like uh, Mandela, uh, you know, Nelson Mandela, folks like that that just made uh, such huge impacts uh, on the world and everyone around them. So anyway, just uh, thinking of uh, everybody today and and thinking of the uh, uh, on MLK Day and glad this is a, uh, you know, for years, people actually, you know, didn't want this to be a holiday. And I'm so tremendously glad that it uh, that it has become that, and that uh, uh, and honestly, we should not even be doing radio today, or not all of us should. But uh, hey, we do what we've got to show up, we've got to do work, and we, we show up when we're asked to do. Okay, um, Aaron, as we I love this this Jackson player, uh, what a deal that is. I mean, and, and interestingly, he's been playing at Tulsa. For Baylor's uh, Phil Montgomery, Baylor's old offense coordinator under Art Bryles, and just had a great, great run there. And I, I, to me, this is going to be a little bit like what Baylor had with that Arkansas State uh, outside linebacker, pass rusher, William Bradley King that came in. You know, I, again, it's hard to only have like one year at a program and to make a huge impact, but people do it. I mean, uh, one year... Jalen Hurd came in and, and was part of that uh, rules first bowl uh, outing, bowl team, and, uh, and, and really played great for the Bears. So I, uh, I think it's going to be I think it's an incredible pickup, and it's a great story. And uh, Midway, I mean, he's one of ours. So easy to get on board and, and, uh, and, and, and get excited about Jackson Player uh, joining the Baylor football team. Baylor's going to continue to be – very uh, discerning. This is not a team known for taking a bunch of transfers. Oklahoma right now, for instance, is hitting the portal like crazy, partially because they lost so many people when Lincoln Riley left. Bears, fortunately, haven't lost a ton of people. They have lost some great talent in the secondary as well as at wide receiver and running back uh, because of graduation, NFL, you know, all those kinds of things. So, Let's just keep our eye on it, and they'll be very selective and choosy um, as they uh, get ready to look inside that portal. All right, Aaron, what else do you have today? 
Another quick portal note, um, R.J. Sneed, who uh, entered the portal uh, two weeks ago, announced yesterday also on Twitter that he is going to Colorado for his fifth senior fifth season of eligibility. Sneeder, Sneed had 46 catches for 573 yards and two touchdowns for the Bears last year. So he will be going to play in the Pac-12. All right, you say it again exactly where he's headed. Colorado. Okay, buff. He's going to be a buff, mm-hmm. and uh, I, that'll be interesting. I, I wish him the best. It's a fun place to go. It's a gorgeous campus, gorgeous views. Um, I, I mean, that was uh, Bill McCartney once had that thing rolling because, and he used that to his advantage. You get folks out there and, and, um, and some of the people he was recruiting from California, uh, even Texas, uh, that he had a lot of great players from the Houston area. I mean that was part of the that was part of his calling card is come to a place where, I mean you're going to see sights you've never seen in your life and uh, it is gorgeous and uh, I think Sneed is just a, a awesome guy awesome young man and so if he's there I'm a Buffs fan next year I'll be pulling for the Buffs and he'll step in and and uh, I, I bet he'll be a starter at wide receiver wish the Bears still had him but I wish him the best and uh, he was not featured as much as he wanted to. Totally understand it. Wish they had to come back, but uh, you got to do what you got to do. And uh, we uh, we will be behind him as he begins his uh, – uh, he kind of finishes up his career at Colorado Boulder. All right. Uh, Aaron, what else do you have for us? The new AP men's and women's polls are out today after a wild week of upsets. So big changes in the top 25. The biggest, obviously, Baylor's – Five-week run as the number one team in the country comes to an end as they lost twice last week. Gonzaga is your new number one, followed by Auburn. Gonzaga actually got less first-place votes than Auburn, 25-36, to 36, but they are the number one team in the country at 14-2. and two. Auburn is 16-1, and one, followed by Arizona, Purdue, and Baylor at number five. Baylor lost consecutive home games for the first time in almost six years and ended their Winning streak of 21 games, which dated back to last year. Baylor senior Matt Myers, Matt Mayer, excuse me, when asked about the no, move. you're right, Matthew Meyer. I did say it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Baylor senior Matt, Matthew Meyer, when asked about the mood of the Baylor coaches, quote, they're not very happy. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Now, I saw this note, by the way, from David K., PR guru, at Baylor, over football, over basketball, over the whole world. Everything's under his umbrella. Uh, the uh, He said, with the number five ranking, Baylor is going to play at least 70 consecutive games while top ten ranked. Um, and they've been top five ranked for 63 of the 70. They've had 779 consecutive days inside the top ten. It's the 40th consecutive poll within the top 10 ranking. Top five in 37 of the last 40 polls. All right, so the world's not coming to an end. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. And I'm excited for this uh, women's win as well. Aaron, is that good? Are you good for the day? Did you, have, did you have one last one you wanted to get off your chest? Real quickly, the women's poll is out. South Carolina remains the unanimous number one team in the country. Uh, as far as the Big 12, Iowa State, number seven, Oklahoma, number 14, 
And Baylor and Texas actually tied at 15, so Baylor only drops one spot in this week's uh, Associated Press women's basketball poll. All right, say it again. Where they, they drop one spot to what? To a tie with Texas for 15. Don't see okay. a tie often, but it happened this week with Baylor and Texas. Vic Schaefer in his, in his uh, Texas uh, Longhorn. They used to be the Lady Longhorns. We can't do that anymore. All right, uh, Baylor women, Texas women tied at number 15. All right, uh, speaking of Baylor women, one of the greatest Baylor players of all time, Sophia Young, joins us next. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, January 20th, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and men's head coach Scott Brew. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. For over 40 years, CTWP has been making life easier for business owners. We offer long or short-term leases on day-to-day copiers, wide-format copiers, shredders, and mailing machines. At CTWP, you can choose from Xerox, Lexmark, Kyocera, Konica Minolta, Canon, FP, and more. Make sure your money stays in Central Texas. Locally owned since 1979. Stop by 3730 Franklin Avenue in Waco or online at ctwp.com. Homestyle Designs is your local, residential, and commercial kitchen and bath contractor. Whether you're building a new home, remodeling your home, designing your kitchen or bathroom, or wanting granite countertops and custom cabinets, Homestyle Designs can make your functional yet stylish dreams come true. Call them at 254-339-8315 or visit their Facebook page to start your design today. Home Design, with family in mind. This is ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative, and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2022 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau. The class of 2022 includes Bob Beeman, Chris Bosch, Robert Griffin III, Tony Parker, Carly Patterson, Mike Renfro, Susie Snyder-Eppers, Michael Strahan, and Stacey Sakura. Meet this year's inductee class on Saturday, March 12th in the base at Extraco Event Center in Waco. To 
purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Ready on take one? Ready. Okay. This is a crucial moment of the audiobook. The big escape. Chapter 9. They had waited long enough when finally the clock struck midnight and... Wait, where are you going? Nope. When you need a taco, you need a taco. Try the beefy melting Viesta veggie burritos. Just $2 each. Only a Taco Bell. And that's my time. I'm not the voiceover guy, too. But, oh, guess I'll read the legal copy. At participating Taco Bell source for a limited time only. Price and participation vary. Tax extra. Taco Bell vegetarian items allow for dairy and egg consumption. Preparation methods could lead to cross-contact with me. Visit TacoBell.com for full details. Watching TaxLayer calculate your refund feels like... climbing to the apex of a roller coaster. Here we go! And flying down the tracks. Maximum refund speed. File for free with TaxLayer Simply Free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. TaxLayer. File fearlessly. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. And um, what a special day it is, uh, MLK Day. And, um, and boy, what a special guest we have. Now, it is Sophia Young Malcolm joining us, Baylor's assistant athletic director for player development. Does a little bit of it. Oh, goodness. Somebody's wanting to get involved with us, Sophia. Feel free to put them on the air if they're, uh, if they're ready to go here. I, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, thanks, thanks, for, uh, thanks for joining us, and congratulations on the um, – the big win yesterday. I guess that was a uh, a fun one to call, huh? Absolutely. It was it was a well needed win for us, and I felt like our our girls came out ready to play, and uh, it was intense <laughs> throughout the game. Lots yeah. of up and down, but uh, we came out with a victory, so that was good. Now, how hard is it to sort of because um, you you get to know these players in 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 your role there? Uh, and, and player development, all those things, but then you got to kind of put your media cap on and and call the game, and so you can't be. I mean, is it is it hard to restrain yourself sometimes from wanting to get a little mad or maybe uh, maybe shout at someone <laughs> when you're when you're doing the broadcast? How's that been for you? Well, I don't know if you ever sit behind me whenever I'm not calling the games, but I'm kind of like moving my hands and trying to throw in, throw in, you know, throwing my hands. I'm like, oh my gosh, what was that? So, yeah, it gets a little bit emotional. However, 
being on the radio is good because it gets me to control my 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 words and uh, and decide okay yes I can't say that out loud you know so it's a it's it's been a it's been a good process it's been a good learning process. Now you know you you were part of that that crew that uh, laid the foundation for this unbelievable run Baylor's been on. You know the problem with that Sophie is when when you like K State for instance. I, I don't think they'd beaten you in 36 tries. It was like 2004 or something. So when the team loses, it's like the whole world is ending. Um, how how have uh, how has the team and 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 uh, Coach Collin handled that? Because uh, I mean, this is this is not a transition any of us expected to happen like it did. It's happened. How's everybody handled it? Well, I mean, sports in general is a it's a it's an emotional thing, right? It's, there's a lot of up and downs in sports, and nothing lasts forever. <laughs> we know that because the Bible tells us that all the time. Nothing lasts forever. So, um, yes, you're right. The, the the transition was not predictable, and but but life goes on, right? And and what happened has happened, and it's uh, Coach Nikki is there, and um, she's she's been working and trying to implement our. Uh, her new system with our staff and our players and trying to buy into that and we all have we all have done that right so it's just a matter of locking in and and we know the transition was going to be was going to be tough and uh and we are overcoming it so losing is not a necessary thing to say okay we're falling apart because it's sports you know uh, unfortunately you're not going to win every game even if you've had you know great um seasons of winning there there was going to come a time when okay things were not going to go your way and um and uh that loss to K-State yeah like I said it's an emotional thing and and um and and people felt however they felt but it's it's not something that's going to get our program down because we know that because it's sports is like you wake up the next day the sun still shines you know <laughs> you, you still you still have life in your in your body and and we're gonna go up, and we're gonna work, and and, and we're gonna do it again. The next, you know, we're gonna wake up and, and get ready to work the next day. And, and that's what our players have done, which we've been super proud of them for bouncing back and having the type of energy and you know buy-in that they have given to to our new staff to to say, hey, yes, we've gone through some tough times, but but we're here and we're committed. So. Yeah, I mean, and talking to Sophia Young Malcolm uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Even after a couple losses, Sophia, I would say coming home to your crew probably gives you good perspective, doesn't it? <laughs> <It's not> it. <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> You're like, okay, I can't sit around and sulk over this loss. I got some, uh, I got some kiddos to take care of here now. Uh, I I love the fact that. Uh, I think one of the biggest things to come out of that win is that Nalissa is someone who can go for 30 almost every time out. And she didn't have one of her huge scoring games, and, and you guys uh, found a way to win. That, that, how important do you think that was for this current uh, team moving forward to, to have something like that happen? Well, that is exactly what Coach Nikki Nikki mentioned in her in her post game. You know, it's that Melissa. Yeah, she was. It was a it was a rough night, and she finished with a double double, right? So we yeah. we still gotta re- acknowledge the great player that she is. And even though she didn't put up thirty, she still had fifteen and ten. So it goes to show that type of caliber player that Melissa is. 
uh, even when things are not going her way, she's still able to contribute to her program. Um, now, the other players stepping up, that's that's one of the great things about basketball and being a team sport. It's like, you know, unfortunately, the star player is not going to show up every night, but you're going to need your supporting cast. And I think that's what the rest of the team did, which gives which gives us that confidence and that energy to say, hey, whenever if the list is not working, somebody else can step up because we're also individually talented, you know, and and one of the fantastic things about our program is that we have some amazingly talented talented players and to have players like Jamie and and Sarah step up last night and even even if Jordan Lewis didn't give us a lot offensively she still had you know eight assists and she was diving on loose balls and she she showed a lot of leadership uh in the game in the game yesterday so so the all of that come together it's showing that there's a buy-in yes we've overcome a hurdle We've gotten a monkey off our back and, you know, stepping into the Big 12. The Big 12 is not what it is uh, in the past. You can see teams have worked. They have recruited. They have brought in good players. Teams have bought into their coaches' system. And so things are not going to be as easy as it was. And I I think the Big 12 is extremely competitive this year, which is a good thing. You know, it's a good thing for us because it's like, hey, we got to show up. And um, and I feel like once everybody, you know, come together – and once we put once our guards start stepping up on the list of hitting at the same time, yeah, it'll be it would be pretty it would be pretty fun to watch. I'm trying to remember back Sophia Young Malcolm joining us on the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas. When you were playing in the Big Twelve, was I guess A and M and uh, Oklahoma? I guess Sherry Cole was there. Were in and then Texas. I'm trying to kind of remember. Were those your main? I mean, because you're right. It's for a long time Baylor just dominated this thing, and then Texas made a change, in part because they they, they just got tired of seeing uh, Baylor win this thing every year. Uh, and Vic Shaper, they, they they brought him in. What was it like uh, uh, during the peak of your time, uh, right around 2005 and 2006? Was it uh, was it was it A and M? Is that when Gary Blair got there and had things going uh, pretty well? Yeah, uh, it it just goes to show how things happen in cycles, right? Because Texas yeah. Tech was actually a big team at that point. It was yeah, so hard to beat Texas, which is I think that's who we beat to win the Big Twelve. Um, maybe my my junior year, right? So Texas Tech was a big deal. Texas was a big deal. Uh, Jody Conroy was at Texas at at that point, you know. Um, then A and M obviously was a big deal. Oklahoma was a big deal, and so then these programs kind of went. Uh, maybe not not as good as they were in the past, but they're starting to come back around. And uh, unfortunately, it's everything is not going to keep going up uphill forever. And um, and that's what what happened to those programs. And now they're trying to like come back. And uh, you had you had all all different types of teams were were, were good at at that point. And uh, the, the great thing about the Big Twelve again is like these teams are coming back. Which is good because it gives us a lot of good competition, you know, and 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 it's just going to be valuable in in post play. So yes, those teams were 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 vital, you know. Those were big wins back then, and um, and they're coming back to be that way. <laughs> All yeah. right, uh, Sophia Young Malcolm joining us on the Matt Mosley show, and you can hear her on the. Uh, the radio broadcast. She's a radio analyst on ESPN Central Texas, doing all those games 
with um, with Derek, and uh, I, I wanted to get your take on Sarah Andrews, and uh, I remember what well, Kim loved her and and hated to, to I know leave her. It's one of the players that Kim still brings up uh, uh, quite a bit. What twenty five points and six assists. I, I got to say, Sophia, when I've been watching in recent games, you know, she'll end up with like maybe four points and four assists. And I, I keep thinking, golly, w- when is Sarah going to kind of unlock it? Well, she obviously did in this game. What are you seeing from her? And when she plays like she did uh, in that game, uh, other than just knocking down shots, what's going on with her? Is it just playing with more confidence? What did you see from her in this game? I think she's. She has bought into Coach Nikki's system, and Coach Nikki has a lot of confidence in, in Sarah. It's something that she has said from the very beginning. She believes Sarah is going to be one of the top point guards in the country, and and so whenever you have, whenever you're playing for a coach who believes in you like that, oh my gosh, it's like the world is the world is your oyster. You feel like you have that um, capacity to play and shine anytime you know anytime the, the opportunity is given. Yes, maybe she hasn't had a game where she scored a lot, but yesterday was big time for her. And one of the things that I absolutely love seeing in that game is that her teammates knew she had the hot hand, and they just kept feeding her the ball. They didn't go away from her, you know, try to force it into Alyssa, even when Alyssa wasn't um, uh, having such a great offensive game. They were like, hey, Sarah, you're hot, so let me get the ball to you. And, and whenever you see that happening, you can tell that the whole team – is starting to, you know, starting to come together and starting to buy into Coach Nikki, and and that was that was fantastic. We loved that as a staff. We we felt pleased. We felt energized. We felt like, okay, this is we're we're about to turn a corner here, and 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 it, it the energy that our players had even today after uh, after that game, it, it's 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 pretty it's pretty fun to be a part of. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was really cool, and then to do it, you know, down late, and and then the exciting comeback. Uh, that's it's pretty neat, and um, I, uh, uh, Sophia, a lot of us were having to. I was out having to cover the Cowboys, but just so you know, I was in the press box right before the Cowboys game started, watching the uh, Baylor women. So we were uh, we were keeping up with you guys and keeping a close eye <laughs> on it. One last uh, uh, strategic type question for you: What? Queen's playing better lately. And, I, again, I don't totally – I didn't have a great uh, feel for what was going on because she was having games where she'd only play 17 minutes and just wasn't scoring and rebounding like we're used to her doing. Is that a – when Queen is doing these double-doubles like she did yesterday in the previous game against um, OU, she had a really good game, I believe. What, is it just a question of – she decides to bring the energy, the, the the ebb and flow of where Queen is right now. What do you see going on there? Uh, again, the the fact that you know whenever we have a player like Melissa who wasn't uh, putting up as much as she usually do offensively, and then you have players like Queen saying, "Okay, Melissa's not scoring. Let me help her. Let me contribute to this thing because I know I'm capable." You know, when you have players like Sarah stepping up and Jamie stepping up. You can see again the talent that the team has. So for Queen, I think when Alyssa was struggling, she came in and she she just became that person that that the team needed. So yeah, she's very much capable. And I think uh, again, once as she started to buy into Coach Nikki's system, you can tell that 
um, she knows she's going to be needed. She, her contribution is going to be valuable, and 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 she's locking in, locking into that. Um, we we know the type of caliber player that Queen is. Like sometimes she plays, you like you said, 17 minutes, and then sometimes she's going to play for more than that. But uh, for however much minutes she plays, we are definitely going to need contribution. And yesterday she just she just she just decided, like, okay, I'm going to play. And, and and that's what she did. <laughs> so I don't know if there's anything we can say about that. It's like a matter of like, okay, when she decides, you know, hey, I, I want to do this, and she she's unguardable when when she does. Yeah. Well, I that if if I were you, because you were a relentless player, that would drive me nuts. Because I don't think you ever <laughs> arrived at the gym and thought, oh, tonight I'm gonna really give it my all. But anyway, that's that's for nor here nor there. Uh, Sophia, great to have you on, and um, good catching up with you, and congratulations on the win. I hope this is the start of a fun streak, um, and I'm kind of with you. It, it, while you may lose a few more games this year, having a competitive conference is fun, and uh, I Absolutely. although I yeah, I, it, yeah, it, I enjoyed, it although, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's right, and even Tech. Tech, tech looks pretty good with uh, uh, right. Coach Gerlich. Yeah, yeah, so... I uh, who knows what'll happen, but I hope the Bears get on a uh, on a nice run here. Sophia, I appreciate it and uh, continued uh, success to you as uh, as you balance all these things and and have added broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> right, added that. Yes, yes, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Yeah, yeah. Great to have you. There she goes, Sophia Young Malcolm. Uh, the uh, the Baylor uh, analyst, radio analyst, does a nice job. You can hear her on ESPN Central Texas. That game was yesterday afternoon, and the Bears pull one out and uh, 82-79 over the Jayhawks at Fog Allen at Great Allen Fieldhouse. Whoa, that's a great place to to play. If you've never had a chance to visit it, uh, you really need to do that. That is a, a tremendous venue. All right, it's the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. We continue on a little Cowboys talk with former Cowboys scout and coach Glenn Stretch Smith. The Cowboys fall to the 49ers in the wild card round, and Dak explains what happened on the final play of the game right after this. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. 
Once again, Dallas is one and done in postseason, losing at home to the 49ers in the wildcard round 23-17. The Cowboys started slow, shot themselves in the foot with 14 penalties, yet still had a chance on the final drive. With no timeouts, Dak Prescott ran a quarterback draw to set up a last gas play, but it was not to be as he collided with the official who was spotting the ball as time expired on the game and the season. Thought I'd got us in position and thought I had time left to clock the ball. The umpire, all he has to do is come in and tap the ball. Don't necessarily know exactly why the hit happened, I guess. Just tough to accept. And tough for Cowboys Nation to accept as the talented division champs underachieve in the playoffs. We thank you for joining us for this roller coaster ride of the season. With the final report till 2022 training camp, I'm Christy Scales. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM and 100.9 FM. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and again, very quiet conditions. Low temperatures falling to 39 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow and pretty breezy at times. Highs climbing to 76. And on Wednesday, mostly sunny skies. Another mild day with a high of 69. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. As someone who grew up here as a diehard sports fan, especially a football fan, but a Baylor fan, being able to read Dave Campbell and listen to Frank Fallon, who was also a friend of mine through his son Steve, was like reading the Word of God and listening to the voice of God. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Northern Tool and Equipment is the store for over 100,000 tools. Here you'll find the right tool for any job with brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Honda, Lincoln, and more. Our annual storage sale is going on now with savings up to 50%. The deals are stacking up on shelving, storage bins, racks, job site boxes, and more. Plus, select truck boxes are 20% off. It's time to put every tool in its place. Visit Northern Tool and Equipment. Quality tools for serious work. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Beginning Wednesday, January 19th, Helmet Aerospace in Waco will be holding a weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Helmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash wacocareers or wacohr at howmet.com. 
Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2022 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau. The class of 2022 includes Bob Beeman, Chris Bosch, Robert Griffin III, Tony Parker, Carly Patterson, Mike Renfro, Susie Snyder-Eppers, Michael Strahan, and Stacey Sakura. Meet this year's inductee class on Saturday, March 12th in the base at Extraco Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor had a disappointing loss to Oklahoma State at home on Saturday, 61 to 54. The Bears became the first AP number one team to ever lose two home games in a week, according to ESPN Stats and Information Research. The Bears hit the road tomorrow afternoon to take on West Virginia with a four o'clock tip. Cowboys lose in the wild card round to the 49ers, 23 to 17, bringing a hopeful season to a screeching halt. Despite the early exit, Jerry Jones says he's not talking about any coaching changes. One game to finish off wild card weekend in the NFL tonight, Arizona at LA. Kickoff at 7:15 on ESPN's Monday Night Football. The Mavericks are back at home tonight, hoping to make it three wins in a row, hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder with a 7:30 tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Going right into a uh, Monday. It's a uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one for uh, Cowboys fans as the season has come to a uh, a crashing halt, and uh, it is uh, it's just a thud. Just felt like a thud. Glenn Stretch Smith, longtime. Uh, Cowboys coach and scout joining us, also part of the Doomsday Podcast and part of the uh, ABC affiliate in the Dallas-Fort Worth area is joining us now. Stretch, you were part of um, some uh, uh, some some of those uh, Switzer Cowboys, and then uh, with the Cowboys, uh, uh, even into the uh, the Campo years. What what was it like when it just ended? Uh, whether it be the playoffs or just the last regular season game, was it just a uh, what, what? What did it feel like to be part of an organization when it? Because it just seems, I guess, when you knew it was coming and you weren't going to make the playoffs, it was one thing. But when it happens in a playoff game like this, uh, how how tough is that feeling? Well, I mean, anytime you have to have exit interviews with the players, I mean, it, it really. You know, the, the, the ending of the season sets in. It, it, it's a tough situation. But, you know, I'll say this, that when you have arguably, or, or, you know, arguably the best 1-53 to 53 roster or one of the best 1-53 to three, 53 rosters in the league and you end in a thud like you ended yesterday, I think that's different than knowing that, you know what, we're outclassed or we don't, we're out manpowered. We don't have the, we, you know, we don't have the players to, to, to really run with these guys, to play with these guys. 
I think that I think it's a different situation with what's going on right now with this Cowboys team and what happened. Quite frankly, when you know my first year, we we won the Super Bowl. We're very fortunate. But after that, I mean, you knew the team was in a decline, and I think. I don't think that's the situation with what's going on right now with the Cowboys and what they're having to face and the questions that they're having to answer um, today. And they're going to have to answer for the next, you know, whole entire off season, which is why did you so have your football team not ready to play Mike McCarthy? And I think that's something that they're going to have to answer and the entire organization is going to have to answer. We talked about, you know, hey, was this team ready to play yesterday, to come out in the first half and play yesterday? They were not. Were they ready in the second half to come out and answer what was a very aggressive San Francisco team and a team that came in and said they were going to punch you in the mouth? And they did just that. Then you come out in the second half and you, and you, and you lay an egg and go three and out with two penalties. I mean, I go all the way back to the Arizona game, Matt. I mean, this team was a number two seed in the playoffs and had every opportunity to be the number two seed. And they go out Sunday night football against the Arizona Cardinals and it gets punched right in the teeth in AT&T Stadium. I just, it's a situation where, quite frankly, this team has not been ready to play. They were not ready to play. And and, and it's, a, you know, I, I'm concerned about how they're going to really approach and what they're going to sell to this fan fan base moving to 2022. You know, part of it is we're going to see now Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore get some interviews. If if Dan Quinn, uh, I think people kind of think, you know, the, the defense is what was most exciting about this year. They took some great steps. Micah Parsons was so good. Diggs had a ton of interceptions, 11 interceptions. And so Quinn's, has really elevated his or, or kind of regained maybe the status he lost when he got fired in Atlanta. Um, can, can you gauge, uh, you you know, you still talk to people in the industry. The, where do you think Jerry is on Dan Quinn? I mean, is do you think he is sitting there thinking, okay, how in the world do I keep this guy? Because I, it, I, I still don't know if he has the stomach to fire Mike McCarthy. Now you have felt a little differently than me in that in that area. Where, where, where do you think? Where do you sense that Jerry might be on this right now? Well, I, I mean, I think you know, I, I, I think what Jerry says last night, uh, right after you know a, a, a very tight game, a long season, is one thing. Now, what's he going to say after he has him a couple scotches tonight? And, you know, lets the red ass brew a little bit and then decides, hey, you know what, I may go a different direction. I, I don't know that he's going to go a different direction. I think the the job that Dan Quinn has done has been unbelievable. I think he's come in here and he's not only from a coaching perspective, Matt, but, I mean, he brought in Curse, he brought in Kazee. I mean, those are guys that played for him in Atlanta that contributed big time to this defense. So, he contributed from a personnel standpoint. Uh, you know, I, I mean, is he is Jerry going to go out and be able to justify firing a coach that won 12 games? I, I don't know that. Is Jerry going to play? Uh, you, you know, going to play somewhat of a of, of a gambling um, co, uh, 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 GM owner like we've seen him do before, and say, okay, 
if I lose Dan Quinn, maybe I can go get Mike Zimmer back in here to coordinate this defense. I just think there's a lot of different things that are going going on in his mind right now. And, you know, I, I think we're just going to have to see how it plays out in the next few days. I, I just, again, I, I keep going back to a football team that was just not ready to play. And, and I don't know who you put that on besides the head coach. Talking to Glenn Stretch-Smith, former Cowboys scout and coach. And um, this is kind of like an exit uh, interview. Uh, I mean, we kind of look back at this season. Last night we were looking at the game. Our people, um, Stretch, the great listeners of Central Texas, who you're very familiar with, they're still scratching their head about what happened at the end of that game. Now that you've had a chance to go back and kind of look at it again, are are you still of the opinion? Hey, how do you, how do you even take that chance with 14 seconds left? Was it was it a poor play by Dak? Was it poor coaching? Was it a combination of all those things? What what, what was your what's your takeaway uh, um, about that uh, about the way the game ended? Now, well, I, I mean, the game ended with really what I felt like was kind of a. It really was how the season went. I mean, I'll I'll take you back earlier in the game. And, Matt, we talked about this earlier today before we went on the air. But, I mean, on the fourth down, the Cowboys go for it. They've got a a really nice fake punt design. It was well put together. And I've been as critical of Bones Fossil, the special teams coach of the Cowboys, as anybody. It was a well-designed play. He knew that, you know, when they they, at times – when they come up to, to stop the gunner, that's your outside guy, that they will bail at times. They bailed out of there, and the, and the punter reached up, threw the ball, and they got, they got a heck of a, uh, uh, of a conversion for a first down at a critical time in the game. But here's what was, you know, really buffaloed me at that point, was they felt like they could immediately run to the ball, keep the same personnel on the people, force San Francisco to keep the same personnel on the people, snap the ball to, to the protect, to the personal protector and be able to run some sort of a wildcat look. They were going to snap the ball to Clement and see if they could get a wildcat look. Well, here's the thing. If you know anything about the game, they punt with a different ball than the ball that they use on normal down and distance situations. So there has to be time right there for the officials to take the punt ball out of the game and out of play and bring in the ball that they would normally play uh, on first through third down with. And so you're going to get a stoppage right there. And it's almost as if, hey, well, we practiced this and we've done this all week and we had this two-play sequence in, but they didn't take into account they were, were going to change the football. And that's a lot of what Mike McCarthy does in my mind. He, he doesn't take into account a lot of things. He's like playing blackjack with a guy who doubles down on 16 with a dealer showing the 10 all the time, all the time he does it. And you're like, well, all right, I I may not want to sit at the table with this guy. But here's the problem is then yesterday he got in another fourth and two situation where he'd been reckless and gone for it all year, and he decided not to go for it. So, you know, it's one of those things where you're not sure what you're dealing with, and when you're not sure what you're dealing with, you're really dangerous, and then you go to the last you go to the last call and you think there's no possible way we can run a quarterback sneak, allow the official to place and set the ball, get the ball snapped, and kill the clock in 14 seconds. It can't be done. 
And I mean, you don't you don't have to be magna cum laude at Harvard to figure that out. Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, this uh, this coach continues to surprise us with some of his questionable moves. As somebody pointed out, Stretch, what if he hadn't have spent that time in the barn with all those gurus? Like, like how bad would it be if he hadn't spent that offseason learning about analytics and putting that great team to study football? I mean, how bad could this have been uh, if he had not put all that time in? <laughs> Were you napping right there, Mosley, when I was talking that last little two and a half minutes? I think you took a little cat nap on me or you were answering text messages. It could have no. been rough. There's no question. I, stop no it. Question. I was There's very no tuned in to you. Now, I did make a great – I made a great point recently about how Jimmy G would be a better matchup than Kyler. And then um, and, and you accused me of echoing something you said. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no, I was, no I, uh, Matt, look. I, it, it's one of those things where there, there's no question. I mean, the whole the whole thing is a head scratcher. I, I, I think this team has got really good players. I think that uh, you cannot say they don't have the personnel to play with anybody because absolutely they do. Uh, you know, you can't point to, well, they don't have a pass rusher. Well, they don't have an offensive tackle. Well, they're not good enough. Hey, they are good enough, and they, are, they have a good enough team personnel-wise, to have taken you farther than they did. And I, I, I'm not sure how uh, or who is going to take responsibility for what has happened here. But, uh, you know, like you said, and everybody's talking about the 14 penalties. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, I, I think it's somewhat uh, amazing that, you know, you had fans that were throwing things or, or say they were throwing things at the officials. I mean, I, I don't think the officials did a bad job. You look at You look at the calls that were made, they were made. And, and, and unless you ask those fans, but that particular fan who was throwing that seltzer can down there, who he was throwing at, how the hell do you know who they were throwing it at? What is you call it a, is you call it a seltzer can? What are you t- that's that stuff. That's that stuff you drink, Mosley. A damn, uh, a damn. You, 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 you hide behind it to put a little fire water in it. Come on now. Don't, don't act like. Don't act like that mule looking at a new gate like you've never heard that before. That's what Parcells used to say about me. Who's that guy over there look, looking like a dog through a glass of water? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't far off either, was he? <laughs> he would ask Rich about that. Who's that guy over there? Um, <laughs> hey, what's the actor's name that was in uh, that was uh, uh, Dr. Emmett Brown in Back to the Future in 1985? Do you know? I, I do not know. I do not Christopher, know. Christopher Lloyd. That Yesterday, that's what Brian Broadus looked like in the press box. He looked like <laughs> the doctor from a Back to the Future. <laughs> Broadus. Oh, Broadus. He, he's, a, he's, kind of a, you know, he's kind of a stylish fella. He can come out with some, he can come out with some different looks on you. So I, I, I'm surprised you don't have a, you don't have a better appreciation for that than you do, Matt. Well, no, he'll he loves a good vest. He'll put a vest on and some tennis shoes and get after it. All right, uh, Stretch, I appreciate you. I appreciate all your your, your hard work, and uh, it's been a great uh, Doomsday Podcast year. Fun to have you on the radio show. Let's uh, let's talk to you soon. Hey, have a have a good day, buddy. You guys be good. Thanks. Okay. All right. There he goes, Glenn Stretch Smith.
the uh, former scout with the Cowboys. And uh, he also, Aaron, was part of our show with, uh, with Galloway. He joined us at some point. We, uh, we had all kinds of scouts and people who watch film. And Have you noticed, Aaron, how everybody watches film now? Like everybody's an expert. Like they all tell you who the Cowboys <laughs> should draft because they – now, I mean, Stretch, fortunately, is a true – expert but i feel like everybody now watches all this film and like hey hey i'll tell you who to draft it it just seems a little bit ridiculous to me um all right uh we do have something we call the dismount and uh we're going to spend a little time saying goodbye to you as uh, we continue on today with the matt mosley show aaron sexton alongside It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat coming up. Tough loss for Scott Drew and the Baylor men, but a thrilling come-from-behind win for the Baylor women on the road. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Inbounds, floated to Otzi passes left side to Brousseau. She doesn't get the shot off, and it banks off the back iron anyway. Baylor with the win on the road, 82-79. to They score the game's final seven points in the waning moments. Final call from Derek Smith, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Yesterday, as the Baylor women knocked off Kansas, 82-79 the final score. Baylor got a combined 45 points from guard Sarah Andrews and Jamie Asbury, a game in which they trailed by four with 13 seconds to play, but scored, as Derek said, the final seven points of the game. After the game, Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin following her first Big 12 conference victory. You know, huge, huge three by Jamie, um, huge steal by Jamie, you know, and, and them fouling. Um, you know, it's one of those you look back. I mean, they basically intentionally fouled her, and, and uh, they had the lead. Um, so that was, that was kind of crazy, but we did a good job of, of, of covering up the three-point line late, making our free throws, getting the rebound when we had to. So, you know, these guys deserved, they deserved to win one of these close games. They deserved um, to be in one of these situations and have it go their way. And I've said all year long, like, you know, it, it takes two of our three guards shooting the basketball well for us to, to be good. And, and tonight we actually got exceptional shooting performances from Sarah and Jamie. 
Nikki Collin and the Baylor women now 11-4 on the season. They are 1-2 in Big 12 conference play. And having played just one game in the Farrell Center over the last five weeks, they are home twice this week, beginning with Oklahoma State, 7 o'clock Wednesday in the Farrell Center. Meanwhile, Saturday in the Farrell Center, the Oklahoma State men got the better of the Bears, knocking off Baylor 61-54, the final score. Baylor slowed due to a back injury to James Akinjo. They played without Jeremy Sohan again. The Cowboys played inspired basketball to get the win over the Bears, handing Baylor its second consecutive home loss. The Baylor men now leaving town today, headed to Morgantown. They'll play the Mountaineers tomorrow on the air at 3.30, tip off at 4 Central Time here on ESPN Central Texas. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The Cowboy Report, weekdays at 8.10 a.m. and 5.10 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with you in times of need, and showing compassion when you're at your most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetProvidenceCare.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. If you're an employer and you want to win the competition for good employees, you need the right package of benefits. You know, one of the biggest things that employers have to be mindful of is attracting talent. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. And today we all know that uh, talent is harder to find and harder to keep than ever before. And there are studies out there that show that employees have actually left one employer for another not because they pay better, but because their benefit package was more beneficial. And that's where we come in to help, is to make that benefit package affordable, valuable, and to attract and retain the talent that you have. And I really have been able to help people. Hurley Benefit Services stands alone in the industry in offering unique, cost-saving health coverage for employers and their employees. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. 
Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor had a disappointing loss to Oklahoma State at home on Saturday, 61-54. The Bears became the first AP number one team to ever lose two home games in a week, according to ESPN Stats and Information Research. The Bears hit the road tomorrow afternoon to take on West Virginia with a 4 o'clock tip. Cowboys lose in the wild card round to the 49ers, 23-17, bringing a hopeful season to a screeching halt. Despite the early exit, Jerry Jones says he's not talking about any coaching changes. One game to finish off wild card weekend in the NFL tonight, Arizona at L. LA kickoff at 7:15 on ESPN's Monday Night Football. The Mavericks are back at home tonight, hoping to make it three wins in a row, hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder with a 7:30 tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the. Spe- it's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Dismount is upon us. Sun is setting on a gorgeous day. It's supposed to be uh, really nice tomorrow up in the 70s. It's going to be great. Get out, play some golf, play some tennis, do your thing. And uh, reminder programming announcement the Baylor men <clears throat> should be in like Morgantown by now. Morgantown's not an easy place to get to. They did a some media availability earlier today and then got on a uh, plane, headed out of town. And uh, number five ranked Bears will be at West Virginia. And that game will uh, be at 4 o'clock tomorrow. You're like, wait, what, when's the Mosley show? Well, the, Mosley, the Matt Mosley show with Aaron Sexton will not happen tomorrow. It will be, it will be preempted by Baylor men's basketball. The uh, pregame show will start at 3.30, and then the game will be at 4 o'clock. So everybody gather around, listen to it, and then you can watch it on uh, one of the ESPN family of networks, maybe even ESPN+. Plus. Wouldn't that be fun? The other day, ESPN, I'm thinking, where's this uh, Texas versus uh, – they're playing somebody pretty good – Oh, Iowa State. I wanted to watch that game. And I'm looking around because, I mean, it's like number 15 versus 21 in the country. And I thought, you know, it's got to be on a pretty good channel. And it was on ESPN Plus. And uh, so I just, on ESPN Plus games, I mean, there is a way to get that hooked up to your TV. I'm sure Aaron has that. I just watch it like on one of my devices, uh, on my phone or uh watch it on my iPad. It's kind of how I do it. But it's a very valuable thing. I just still think <clears throat> that you should put your marquee games as a league on, you know, ESPN or ESPN2, ESPNU. You should think about your fans. 
but they don't do that. They think more about how do we line our pockets and maybe putting a marquee game on ESPN Plus is a good thing. It's not, but whatever. Uh, this is how they think, and it's kind of embarrassing. <clears throat> All right, it's uh, a lot going on today. We might uh, play a little bit more of Jerry Jones to, in, on tomorrow's show. And again, Jerry's saying that he didn't even want to discuss uh, the thought of <clears throat> saying bye to Mike McCarthy. Our people do. Our folks have been texting in uh, to the CNC Collision Center text line. They would love to see Mike McCarthy gone. Well, it's just not going to happen, and, or at least right now. In fact, uh, Stephen Jones on his radio show when asked about did he see uh, him coming back next year said something to the effect of absolutely and uh, does not see any kind of change there. So the thought is that uh, he will he will definitely be back, and uh, it'll be uh, that'll be the uh, that'll be the situation. I do want to thank today uh, our, our friends Ted Teague and Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Man, those trucks, people are always like talking about. I mean, it's just wonderful trucks. They win all the uh, awards. And then I drive the uh, <coughs> the Jeep. Okay, the uh, I've got the Grand Cherokee Laredo and love it. I mean, it just holds up extremely well, rides well. I just pack everything into it, drive around, doing all my things. I don't really know what I do, but I do have to <clears throat> travel around the countryside. And I've found that I, I happen to greatly enjoy the, uh, the Grand Cherokee. And uh, I'm just so pleased to, uh, to be able to get that thing serviced right out there at Allen Samuels. And, uh, of course, Ted Teague and his staff, over 50,000 square, uh, square feet of, uh, of a service space. And that's why they're so extremely efficient, can get you in and out, and uh, got a really nice place to wait for your vehicle. Uh, tremendous, tremendous group out there at Allen Samuels. And I like their commercials, too. I've seen their TV commercials as well. They do a nice job on those. It is Allen Samuels, your friend in the car business. All right, again, big Baylor news um, over the weekend is that Midway's on. Jackson Player is, uh, is going to finish up his super senior year he'll have one year of eligibility with Baylor then he'll go on probably play in the NFL he is uh, kind of cut out of the same cloth on the defensive line as um, uh, uh, Bravion Roy in the sense that he's not that tall but he's, he's just tremendous hand placement great just uses his size to perfection is uh, got great feet some quickness can get after the quarterback, take up blocks, take up space, and I think it'll be a really good fit for Dave Aranda, and uh, he'll be able to shoot those gaps, do everything he needs to do. And then Apu Ika, uh, last I heard, he was headed back to Waco, so I think he'll join what will be should be one of the best defensive lines, if not the best, in the Big 12 next season. All right, thanks to uh, Aaron Sexton. Tremendous job by him today. Thanks to the entire uh, ESPN Central Texas family, thanks to you for listening. And we love to take you home every single day at 4 o'clock. We'll see you Wednesday. Listen to Baylor Bears basketball tomorrow. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now here's the voice of the Bears. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 hoops on today's Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround. 
Coming up as the dust settles from the weekend, we'll look at Saturday's results and how the standings shape up heading into a new week in Big 12 Conference basketball. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Wear what the Bears wear. Get your Baylor gear today at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics Trust. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. Now back to today's Spectrum Big 12 shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. It was another typically unpredictable, interesting weekend in Big 12 Conference basketball. For example, Texas Tech, one of the hottest teams in the league and the nation, went to Manhattan, Kansas, wrapping up their string of three games in five days and lost to previously conference winless K-State 62-51. The Wildcats get their first win in league play. They're 1-4 on the year. Leaves Tech at 3-2 in conference play. Kansas held serve at home, looking good in a big win over West Virginia, 85-59 the final score. Iowa State in a battle of top 25 teams, knocked off Texas in Ames on Saturday, 79-70 the final score. Iowa State now 2-3 in the league, Texas is 3-2 in the Big 12. TCU wins over the Sooners, 59-58, and uh, the Sooners now at 2-3 in conference play. And you know here in Waco, Oklahoma State came in and knocked off Baylor, 61-54 the final score. It snapped a string of 30 straight wins for the Bears over unranked opponents. Oklahoma State wrapping up a string of three games in five days. In fact, four games in seven days, and they end it with a bang, the win over Baylor. That was uh, Saturday in the Farrell Center. Leaves Kansas on top of the league standings at 3-1. and one. TCU is 2-1. and one. Baylor and Texas and Texas Tech are 3-2. and two. West Virginia is 2-2. Two and two. Iowa State and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are 2-3 and three in the league. Kansas State with the win on Saturday is 1-4 in Big 12 conference play. No games tonight on the Big 12 schedule, but four games on tap for tomorrow. The Bears headed to Morgantown to play West Virginia tomorrow. 3.30 airtime, 4 p.m. tip-off here on ESPN Central Texas Television on ESPN2. Kansas plays at Oklahoma tomorrow at 6 K-State at Texas tomorrow at 7.30, and Iowa State in Lubbock to take on Texas Tech tomorrow night at 8. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround. I'm John Morris.